You fought in the Clone Wars? Roger, Roger. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Fans of the Force Rewind, The Clone Wars. This week, we watched Rookies which is episode five from season one and originally aired October 24th, 2008. Uh, In this episode, alone on a distant outpost, clone officers Rex and Cody must inspire their rookie unit to believe in themselves to stave off a droid commando invasion. And as always, I am joined by my fantastic co-hosts, John and Adrian. Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? How's it going, you guys? (laughs) <laughs> doing well i'm gonna do ready the whole to episode as rocky by the way Uh-oh. oh no uh <laughs> i'm ready to talk about some some clones and clone wars what about you guys absolutely yeah i'm ready to rock i mean this is uh this is this is what the clone wars tv show is is this is like the meat of that whole sandwich you know you got mm-hmm. the clones doing the cloney stuff uh so let's roll let's do it Punch it, Chewie. Yeah. We finally got to a good season one episode, so yeah. I'm, I'm totally pumped. Yeah, this is this is a fun season one episode, and I kind of wish that this this episode was earlier in season one. I mean, technically it's episode five, so still pretty early on, but um I kind of wish we'd started with an episode more like this, especially I guess on the heels of the first two we watched, which kind of were directly about the clones. So mm-hmm. I wish this one had come maybe right at the beginning. Well, you know, but... it, it would have been a great follow-up to the uh, the episode where uh, Domino Squad is training, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, just from a rundown at the top, I kind of found it interesting how this episode started that we get um, kind of an in-universe look at, you know, what the clones are doing when they're not in the midst of the action. And I really like that we get this, you know, they're listening to music. Arm wrestling. Uh, arm wrestling. and uh, Outer Rim Radio, right? <laughs> yeah, the Outer Rim Radio. I thought that was great. Um, that was really it's cool. Kind, you know, it's kind of a f- fun Honestly, tidbit to as have. A, as a radio guy... I kind of was like, that's too earth for me. They shouldn't, you know, it was, it's just too, (laughs) it's too close to, to like real life. I want my sci-fi to be a little more, a little less like the planet earth. You know what I'm saying? So having, having the outer rim radio channel, you know, it was like, uh, so unnecessary. I can see what you're saying. It, I mean, it is. It is, it, it it makes it more of an Earth thing, but at the same time, surely they had they had to have something like that. I mean, they've got all this other cool technology. Well, this is this is the first time we see anything like that in Star Wars. Well, maybe the everything radio else thing has been live music, but, right? But I I mean, like yeah. in Attack of the Clones, you know, when they when they're chasing down the the bounty hunter, uh, they're in that like. 
bar district. You got advertisements going on all around. Yeah. Them. You got monitors. Yeah. Playing commercials too right. everywhere. So yeah. I mean, you've, we've kind of gotten some Earth style entertainment type of dealias before. Sure. This is the first time we actually got like a radio show. Right. Type of, yeah. Which yeah. which I'm just saying I wasn't a fan of, even though I'm a radio guy. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I kind of liked it. I mean, maybe it was a little a little silly, you know, they're giving dedications or whatever to certain platoons, groups of clone yeah. troopers, <laughs> clone troopers, but uh I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was kind of fun. I, I so, that, so did to I. To have that little e- detail. It was charming, I think. Just it was a little charming for me. If maybe if maybe a bit too earth like for, for John. Yeah, just for me, I I just I didn't dig it. And maybe it's because that's my work all day. Well, not all day, but you know, a portion of every day. I'm talking on a microphone and connecting songs, so um, it was like I don't know, too close to it. Maybe I don't know. Just wasn't digging it. It's fair. I wonder if we've we've never seen uh do they watch movies? Do they have TV shows? We've never seen them do like any video like I think I think they must. Well, I mean let, it's a huge Let galaxy. me gather you around, young children, and tell you about the <laughs> Star Wars holiday special. Yes. Where oh, they God, have no. they had like a cooking show, they had like a rock show. I remember it was on this like hologram TV thing. So I guess there is some precedent for that type of media being done. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean I have to like it, though. That's true. Fair enough. Yeah, no, let's not go holiday special here. This is a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, if this is my biggest nitpick of the episode, yeah, it's still a pretty good episode. Yeah. So I liked that the the droids used the cover of the meteor shower to sneak in yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. to the base. Yeah, that was cool. Um, this episode, they actually seemed pretty smart. Maybe because <sighs> it's the droid commandos and not just the B-1 battle droids. But You know, they- <laughs> I, I got to say it now. You're going to do droid humor. That's how you do it. Yes, hello. As you can see, everything is working thank you come again pretty much that is how you do droid humor that made me laugh none of this well and it's also kind of a callback right to to han and the new hope fine yeah. here we're all yeah. fine yeah. yeah situation normal how are you roger roger yeah how are you i i, I adored that in this episode it made me laugh and then it made me cringe at any point it's just that whole han solo type of interaction too was just great that's how you do it. That's that, that, I'm pretty sure kids got a kick out of that. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I I do like that it was the. I do like that it was the Roger Roger that kind of gives it away. Also, yeah. like they they're actually you know they're trying to impersonate the clones, which is smart. Yeah, smarter than I would actually give the battle droids credit for. So, compared to some of the other stuff we see in this series, so. That was that was actually pretty smart, but I like that even even though they're doing their best trickeration, um, still can't quite pull it off. Well, and you you <laughs> you can't 
I, I guess if you're a clone, you're going to know if that's one of your brothers or not. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when... Oh, oh. It's like Which when you're watching totally a cartoon. Later in the episode. Yeah, it's like when you're watching a cartoon and they replace the voice actor. You all know that's not the same guy. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, comparison. Actually, I dig that. It's it's interesting. Um, I thought it was kind of a nice touch that apparently Anakin and Obi Wan are still looking for Grievous. I have no idea where he is. <laughs> and are almost like hell bent on on finding him compared to anything else that's going on. You know, like Obi Wan telling Anakin, "You haven't slept in days. Grievous is probably getting more rest <laughs> than <Right>. you." <laughs> Anybody else get any tinge of sadness at Obi Wan's good man, that Cody? Oh, geez, yeah. Like stick a stick a knife in me, Star Wars, and just twist twist oh, it. Oh, I they mean, will. It would hurt less. <laughs> That that was a little that, that was that was that was good that was clever that was oh that hey was by mean. the way I'm gonna twist the knife a bit yeah <laughs> stab me in the heart thanks guys thanks Dave Filoni let me just go cry for a hey, little they, while they they know what they're doing for hardcore fans like us you know they're gonna yeah. give us those little things where anybody else would just that would just go right by them you know um. But to those of the initiated, we know better. And, and I love how it kind of goes back uh, later in the episode, too, with Anakin and Obi-Wan. You know, y- uh, your captain follows directions or orders as well as you do. Well, maybe Cody's boring Rex with, you know, protocol. And <laughs> yeah, it, it just it's it's a little human moments in the show that just that stuff. That, I mean, it just makes it so worth it and just makes it worthwhile to go through all the to be honest crap that came before it. Yeah, that was in the season. Moment. So maybe a little harsh there, but <laughs> maybe I'm, I was just really happy to finally get to a good episode. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah, this was this was good. So <laughs> although oh, poor clones. Um you know, poor poor droid bait who was there didn't even get like a mention. He just dies, right? Yeah, with a couple others, and they escape until Cut Up gets eaten by a giant eel something. Yeah, which he totally did not deserve. Like no. miserable way to go. Oh God! <laughs> like oh, we escaped, and now someone is eaten, and by you're a dead. Giant eel, and yeah. we're just trying to keep the suspense level up because we don't know <laughs> if anyone's next. Yeah, like who's the most extraneous clone in this group? Uh, cut up. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because I mean, if you're you're watching it for the first time in air order, this is the first time you're seeing any of these guys. Yeah. So they're all expendable to you, right? That's watching true. them chronologically. Were I was happy. I was excited to see these guys again. So, totally, hey, Domino Squad. What are, what are they up to? I totally forgot that Cut Up went like a punk. Yeah, he became Eel Chow, and I don't like that now. Back in the day, I was like, eh. Well, I don't, he's just a random clone. He was cannon fodder clone. Someone yeah. needed to die. But we actually got some character in that clone now, and I'm like, oh, you just don't kill off a Domino Squad clone like that. But they did. I, they did. I they know, totally did. Well, I mean, somebody had to be so unfair. I mean, just just having 
the typical giant Star Wars monster in there, you knew somebody was going to get it, right? Somebody had to yeah. be the sacrificial yeah. clone. I mean... Especially when there's a throwaway <laughs> line like, oh, there's a reason why we, or, you know, watch out for the giant eels or whatever. I mean, one of yeah. them even says it. Yeah. And then Echo's like, oh, that's why we have a regulation not to go outside. Like, somebody just died, dude. <laughs> They made Come a joke. On. Yeah, that's right. Like, what the heck, man? <laughs> oh, Echo. <laughs> Too soon, that dude. That, Too soon. That ain't right. So is there another clone in this episode that you would have rather? Here's Star Wars. Would you rather? Would you rather have a different clone uh, be the sacrifice to the eel in this episode? Well, no. I mean, if, you a know, if one of going to be... A nameless one, yeah. A nameless well, we one. No, I mean one from yeah, Domino one. Squad. Is there, oh. I mean. Well, no, I guess not. Heavy? Would Would you have cried over Heavy? If he'd gotten eaten by an eel. Yeah. I, I, I expect better than of that from Heavy, so. Uh-huh. How about Fives? Heavy wouldn't have been. Heavy wouldn't have been oh, five stone even. No. I know. I'm just it saying. It had to be cut we up. Can. I mean, cut up was the one that cut had to was go, the one. right? That's, he, that's my point. He was the Scottish one too, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Such a cool little was, quirk yeah. for a clone and you just get rid of it. Right. Like, well, we can't uh, have that. No, we can't. Too individual. <laughs> you know, I, I did have a question for you guys. Like, All right. This, this just reminded me. Let on me now. Did the sergeant, like, how, how, how traumatic or how fast did clones age, like, out once they're, you know, fully. Fully born, fully fully made. They're in the field, right? Mm-hmm. I think like, it's the, it's same the same rate as always. Or same rate that they always grow out. Because I think it's like two times as fast as normal human development. So they're still developing two times as fast. So theoretically, they have half the lifespan of a normal human. Whatever the lifespan in the, a galaxy far, far away is. Okay. That's something to look up. Because I don't know, I don't know if this was just my TV or me, but to me it looked like the sergeant was graying. Right? He died. Did he oh, die he his totally hair, was. or was he graying? He, well, it, it looked it gray was to certainly me. gray. Yeah, whether or not he did that himself, or it's actually because he maybe he's like one of the very first clones that they made, and so he's already aging. Still, though, if he was a Battle of Geonosis veteran, I mean. Well, that would make him, what, a year older or so? Well, a year older in... In service, but not necessarily in age. Yeah. All right, true. Well, so, I mean, let's... We can do some math. So, I mean, these clones weren't just grown up, like, right before the Battle of Genosis. It's been years. So what do we want to consider an adult? Like 20, 21. So if they grew up in – or 25. Uh, so y- yeah. you're thinking these these clones were actually made, made, created a decade at least. At least a decade before – this was like the right during the Phantom Menace, right? Because there were supposed to be 10 years between the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. So the clone army is – just starting to be generated at that time, like while all that's going down, maybe even a little bit before. 
hand well, wave. So that's wait, wait, wait. That logic shouldn't Rex and the other clones and Rebels be well, maybe not dead, but just a lot more, a lot older. Well, Rex has got gray hair, white hair, and has... yeah, but he's still running around kicking butt. Well, if what he's about aging that, that like... fast? What about like that eighty-year-old grandpa that goes around, you know, doing push-ups and running marathons? And I mean, there are people like that. If you, you know, theoretically, they're created from this template of the superior template, right? You know, they picked Django Fett because he's kind of this ideal specimen for create, you know, template that they're going to use. Whatever they see in him, whether it's his fighting fitness or his health or you know, whatever. So I don't think there's any reason why you couldn't have clones that even as they continue to age are still reasonably fit. We just don't ever know because Django was killed before he got old. So. All right. I just went on to the star Wars subreddit. Okay. (laughs) Really? Uh, This is where you're going to pull your information. No, we need to at this point. (laughs) I I don't, I don't, so take it with a grain of salt, but according to artificial sapience, uh, they age faster their entire lives. Rex is five years younger than Ahsoka. And in Rebels, it looks like he could be your father. And also according to the same guy, Kanan is one year older than Rex. So how old is Ahsoka? <laughs> By the time we see her in Rebels. Or in, well, no, in Clone Wars, she is what, 14? She's well, 14. she's like 17 when it ends. Like, Order 66 yes. goes down. She's like 17, 18 years old. So, 20 years, 18 years later. She's in her 30s. She's like my age. Mid-30s. So, if Rex is five years younger, plus but he looks tw- So, he'd be plus- like, what, in his 60s physically? Yes. So I don't think all it's right. unreasonable to to think that he would still. I mean, look at all the jokes that they make in Rebels about how his armor doesn't fit anymore and he's <laughs> gotten a little soft in the middle. I mean, it's not like he's still carrying around a six pack or something. You know, he's he's aged, um, but he's still fit. You know, he can he's taking care of himself, clearly. I'll take it. So I don't think, you know, depending on how much younger Domino Squad is and they're a newer batch, so maybe they weren't created at the same time as the sergeant. So sergeant I could see dyed his hair. I mean, he just dyed his hair. <laughs> well, he wants to look that. older and refined, and he dyed it. And maybe I mean he they do give it. themselves tattoos and Rex colors. His yeah, hair, I mean it's it's so. hard to say. I mean, he, yeah, maybe he colored his hair, or maybe he's just a little bit older. That's all there is to it. They all age right. faster. Didn't mean to turn this turn this into a whole thing, but it just kind of like stuck out no, at me. No, I'm, I'm with you. Hate. I'm with you, bruh. <laughs> went a rabbit, down a rabbit hole there but uh yeah i, I can take yeah. these answers uh I, he just died it boom that's my cannon right. that's my head cannon <laughs> i think he's just older but 
All right. So <laughs> I love the man looks older than me. I'm saying he's older. Yeah. I I love that Cody and Rex showed up and then it's just kind of like they just come in completely kick butt, take mm-hmm. names. Like there's no there's no doubt. And Rex like if I could be the heart eyes emoji about Rex in this episode because I love him so much. Um I just love how he just shoots the one droid in the head. Cody's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What the <laughs> heck are like, you doing, man? <laughs> point blank, like, bam. Um, that was pretty badass. So it's like Cody I, brother. Rex in this saying, episode is great. Roger, Roger. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that cracked it, bro. me up. And then he just <laughs> shoots all the droids. Uh Yes. That was perfect. Thank you, Rex, for bringing some humor, more humor into this episode. You know, this this episode is just another one of those testaments to Dee Bradley Baker's voice talent. Mm-hmm. H- how many how many different clones did he voice in this episode? And they're all they all sound so incredibly different. I mean, down to like the little minutia, like the way uh, the way Rex and Cody pronounce uh, Tibrin. I think Rex said Tibrin and Cody said Tibrin. It was very little subtleties like that. Yeah. Back to back, but they each had their own way of saying it. And it's like, if that was on purpose, hell yeah. That's, that's, that's attention to detail. That's great. Or it's two actors and, that are, well, it's the same actor though, right? It's the same actor. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. He, he really does deserve all the kudos for, Making all of the clones individuals and playing God knows how many of them a lot. We should have uh, we should have started a count at this point. How many different clones? Uh, we've <laughs> talked about that in past episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to do a death count. How many clones die? Right, and then we're going to do uh, um, how many different clones have. Individual voices, which both That's would a be cool. Job, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if I could actually pay that much attention, at least to all the, all the. Are we counting all the background clones or just the ones up front? <laughs> the ones that say anything at all. No, oh. mm-hmm. That's a lot of clones. If you pay me, I'll do it. Uh, I'll let John take that. <laughs> I can pin you, that's for sure. A penny. A penny for every clone. <laughs> hey, that's still like 10 bucks. <laughs> at least. So, you know, whatevs. Um, little nitpick for me is how inconsistent the commando droids were. Some of them went down in like one or two shots. And you had that weird exorcist one that it looked like his spine broke, but then he just kind of came back up. Yeah. All exorcist style. Just little things like that. When they were meant to be tough, they were like impenetrable. They were unstoppable. But then when it was supposed to be hopeful, everybody's taking them down like your average B1, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I was always kind of under the impression that the commando droids were harder to kill than Mm -hmm. the B1 battle droids. But plot, I guess. Plot, yeah. (laughs) Little little plot uh plot protection there at the beginning I guess for yeah. the commandos. 
I I kind of like I mean it's it's a, a tiny detail, but um when Heavy stays behind at to um set off the the detonator and he gets shot by the droids before he can do it and you're like oh damn the droids are gonna win and then he gets back up and i i kind of like that little call out because it's been mentioned i think in rebels um that the like generation one armor the original armor that they wore is tougher than what the stormtroopers wear and so they can take blaster bolts and not like die right away and so it's kind of a (laughs) a nice little (laughs) i die right away um but stormtrooper armor is meant to kill you yeah wearing it is a hazard you trip your neck breaks you know, you, yeah. you bump into someone, your arm breaks. That's, well, that's wait, wait a armor. minute. They have that cushy well, neck cushion thing. Yeah. Like when Luke and Han take their helmets off in A New Hope. You see that little cushiony neck thing, the little neck roll. <laughs> it's a neck roll of death, John. <laughs> <laughs> neck roll it's your head right off produced. your shoulders. There you go. It's all mass-produced super cheaply in some factory in the Outer Rim where I'm sure there's no quality control. In so. the China system. In the China yeah. system. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, John, <laughs> but okay, since you did, yeah. By, by underpaid Rodian children. Right. Pro- yeah, probably. I mean, it's the Empire. It's probably Wookiee children, but anyway. Um, well, even Re- <laughs> Rex has also said a – Wouldn't it be the – Nemoidian children? Maybe. Oh, we are not going. <laughs> okay. We are not oh going. Didn't they get in trouble for the accent yes. being too close to yes. to a yeah. Chinese yes. accent? That was that it's was not, e- um, not even not, not just the accent, but the mannerisms and the right. stereotype. Yeah, 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 yeah that so. was an unfortunate part of the prequel trilogy. Uh, I wasn't. I was trying to avoid that again. No, <laughs> look at me. I knocked the door right open. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's getting yes. in the pool when I'm in here, when I'm in charge. Yeah, so if we're going to dive into stereotypes, yes, probably. But I was trying to use in-universe examples. You were trying to be politically correct, and I was shining a spotlight on past Star on Wars the, yeah. mistakes. Which need to be addressed, because obviously that's a valid critique of those characters yeah so okay you know what are we gonna be political about this i got i got a i got a statement all right gonk lives matter (laughs) (laughs) i was i wanted to bring up something about the the double wide gonks because they're back in this episode i'm a big double the gonk is back double the gonk is back and what they do to him <laughs> blew them all up. Blew them up. It's like, what the heck is that? That guy's badass. He's just there, wah, 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 walking well, there around. Were like th- there were like three of them. There were a couple, and then they just all killed. They, wow. they all lined up. Yeah. Poor G- R.A.P. Gonk droids. Gonk lives matter. Hashtag. Gonk's life matter. Yeah. The I I did kind of have to laugh about the gonk droids though. Being and back. They- <laughs> they just took their, you know, their fate so easily, so nonchalantly. They're just being pushed 
pushed around and like whatever. Womp, well, womp, they're womp. T- they're not the personality droids like R two or K two or BB eight. Yeah, but here's no. the thing: they could, that's racist. They cat. could be that's racist. Okay, you know if <laughs> if if Lucasfilm and especially Lucas Animation decided <laughs> to put one of those as a front character instead of like another astromech or whatever, and we got to see the gonk more often. Don't you think that could be uh, the merchandising possibilities are endless? You could have little wind up gonk droid toys and stuff like that. Um, whereas, totally, yeah, uh, they're just kind of keeping gonks as a background character. <laughs> it's gonk discri- discrimination is what it is. I'm saying this now. If I ever get to work on a Star Wars project, I am making a gonk droid a main character. Oh yeah. <laughs> Saying it Heard now. it here first. Heard it here first. Gonk You're gonna go double matter. wide gonk or single? Porque no los dos? Why not both? Hey, hey I like both. All right. <laughs> all Effects. gonks all the time. All gonk all the time. A Star Wars story. <laughs> 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 Uh, okay. Honestly, Who's... I don't know why I'm so passionate about the gonk droids. It's just kind of annoyed me that they, I mean, you wouldn't push an astromech or a protocol droid into a bomb. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. Right. But it's a gonk, it's a gonk droid, so, oh, they got no personality, they got no face. Gonk. Let's be racist and blow them up. Gonk. All they do is go gonk all day. Hey, I noticed it too. I felt bad for the gonk droids. I also felt bad for Heavy, uh... Poor Heavy. That was a little contrived. I mean, if we're talking about plot points. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the detonator. When the detonator doesn't work. Yeah. So Heavy stays behind and sacrifices himself to destroy the signal so that the Republic knows that they've been invaded or that something is wrong. But at the same time, it's kind of a nice – I mean, I'm sorry he's dead. We miss you, Heavy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's kind of a nice a nice little arc that he went through from yeah yeah absolutely wanting to run away and escape yeah mm-hmm. camino the the grand army of the republic to you know sacrificing himself for his brothers. Well, they, they so gave us that, that typical action movie scenario. Like, somebody has to stay oh, yeah. behind and press the button mm-hmm. to explode everything, and it might as well be me, and I'm going to shoot everything until, oh, no, my gun's jammed, and uh, with my well, dying, I'm going to stretch over and hit the... Uh. Oh, it's a total trope, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it's a great one. I mean, it's very effective, um, I did. I did notice though that it's Rex who hands off the detonator to Heavy. Though he's like, "This isn't working. Fix it." Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Rex, you just <laughs> you killed him, Rex, old boy. You killed yeah. him." Um. So I mean, as much as I love Rex, like that's that's right. Of, You're just gonna have it of off. His, kind of his fault. And the plot, but... And the plot. (laughs) I mean, it could have been something as simple as just, you know, turning it on and off again, or, or, you know, wired connecting something, you know? I I don't know why all of a sudden it didn't work. 
like you said earlier, that was pretty contrived to me. And yeah, it totally went down the whole trope road of action movie uh, finales. I'm kind of upset he didn't light a cigarette right before either. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Just just light up a cigarette, just take a puff. Roger, Roger. Boom, then they blow up. <laughs> if this were like an '80s movie, that is totally what would have happened. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> would have found some sunglasses to put on too. Yes, yeah, totally. Anyway, and and it was the '80s. Stallone would be voicing the clones. Yeah, it, it, it would be right. Stallone or or Arnold or or Bruce Willis. You know, any one of those. That's a nice get the, history clone, right there. the clone army going. Here we go now. <laughs> we got you. Got to push the detonator. Somebody has to stay behind and push the detonator. <laughs> Ah! Hey, you know, he's, uh, I gotta be on the battle and, uh, droids. And working here, you know, with him pushing the button, nothing's happening. Uh, you want to take a look at it? Because I got no. You're gonna have to stay behind, and you're gonna have to kill all the droids yourself. <laughs> Somebody's gonna have to go ramble on all these droids. Guys, They're all sitting no. here, and you're gonna have to shoot them. This is brilliant. This is the next Star Wars standalone. <laughs> Commando clone. <laughs> 80s style. 80s style Commando clone. I'd watch it. I would totally watch that. But it has to be Arnold and and, uh, and Sylvester Stallone. Princess Leia. I like, Princess Leia I like says we have to go idea, get the Death that... Star plans for the Death Star 2. Let's go. They're the boffins. They're boffins. <laughs> They're the boffins. Yes. Arnold and Stallone play the boffins. No, we kill all the boffins to get the plans. <laughs> Many boffins died by my hands. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm a Terminator. Shoot them with oh, your laser yeah. blaster. Oh my god. <laughs> And we are just going farther down this rabbit hole, people. I think so, yeah. Okay. All right. Back on track. All right. Uh, let's um, – Hear me now. Echo believe me later because if you you know, you know don't stop killing the droids, they're going to take over everything. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Arnold. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you later. Get in the chopper. Right. Oh, chopper's yeah. a droid in this. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm watching <laughs> Predator once we're done recording now, so thank you for that. <laughs> or Terminator 2. I got so many to choose from. Thank you so much. Uh, Echo <laughs> makes another really terrible joke after Heavy dies, so maybe that's his shtick. Um, well, they changed his shtick. Or they added it based on... Well, they, they made him repeat things a lot... Uh, that, that's his whole namesake. Right, Echo. We find yeah. out. Yeah. But he does none of that in this episode. I was like, I was, I'm was, i glad you brought that up again. It reminded me. I, I was about to totally forget about that. I didn't put it in my notes. He did not Echo, right? Well, no, but he was talking about, like, regulations, and he's always got, like, his manual, one of the hollow readers or whatever. But it wasn't echoing. 
that's that's true. That's who he is. He said he was making really tasteless jokes when his brothers died. <laughs> Heavy always hated that place. Always did hate that yeah. place. Yeah, it was pretty. Made me chuckle, but at the same time, it's you're right. It was bad timing. Like, dude, too soon. Like, literally, it just happened a few seconds ago. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The clones are just indispensable, even to other clones. <laughs> even to other yeah. brothers, They're completely like, well, dispensable. Which is a little against what we've seen, um, before. Like in the very first episode with Domino Squad, when they leave behind one of their brothers and then they get chastised for it. But anyway, well, all, guess, all of I that guess, that's that's a redcon, you know. Those came; those were they were season three episodes, right? That's true. That You're that right. was redconned I'm, into the continuity. I'm thinking, so I'm thinking chronologically, chronologically, not, not air air order. Same with it. Same with his name. You know, why do they call him Echo? Oh, let's have him repeat everything, even though we're not, we didn't do that before. Yeah. So the end of this episode kind of sets up. Well, it sets up a bunch of stuff that we'll see later. Oh yeah, Assage um, is on Camino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Assage. Like yeah, that, that was the kind of a. And I'll, I'll, I guess jumping ahead, but I had completely forgotten about that bit in this episode. Um. So, yeah, so they're laying laying some nice groundwork for some future episodes with Asajj being on Kamino, spying. You've got Fives and Echo now are going to be part of the 501st under mm-hmm. Rex and Anakin, setting up for storylines farther down. Yeah, so, good ones, too. Nice continuity yes, there. So, uh-huh. so this is really – this is kind of – this is almost kind of – like where it starts, like there's a lot of groundwork being laid here that's going to pay off in the future. So that was kind of going back and rewatching it now. That's it's all Filoni like, oh, yeah, being Filoni. Yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> well, just remember the Clone Wars movie was also Filoni being Filoni. That's so. a good point, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that brings that be- up. This would have been a great inclusion into the Clone Wars movie. This would have made the Clone Wars movie better. More clones. Yeah, I think we've already decided that we could put a better Clone Wars movie together from the actual air to episodes totally. than the movie itself. We we touched upon this, didn't we? We we said this, yeah. this would have been a better... Uh, cinematic story, even the invasion of Kamino. I think that was my number one. Yeah. Yes, that's that's true. Yeah. So, and look, look what we're setting up for here: the invasion wah, wah. of Kamino. So, <laughs> <sighs> uh, but pumpkin muffin. I just, pumpkin. Uh, <laughs> I just had to get back. <laughs> we just had to have that. We just had to. We had to have that, and. You know, no, no, we're done with that. We're past that. We're in a good episode. Let's end this podcast in a high note here. I okay, right. before we do that, oh, just what? another, another. I gotta bring up the wonky animation again. The when the clones are <laughs> oh, scaling was... that cliff. I know oh, they're they doing look, it in yes. unison and everything, but it just looked like the worst matchstick animation. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> so hard to watch. Oh, don't worry, John. It gets worse. Oh, man. I know. 
I was actually surprised at the quality of that of the animation in this episode. It was pretty pretty good for you know, compared to some of the other stuff we've seen and are still gonna see. Like in next I, week's episode. Oh my god. <laughs> I have to say, yeah, now that you bring up the wall climbing, that's true. That was kind of but it didn't really bother me while I was watching the episode. I mean, it now that you me. call it out, I I remember while I was watching it thinking it looked a little funny, but not enough to detract from while while I was watching it. So I wish I could say the same. Well, again, it is still season one. They're, they still have... I mean, the fanfare at the beginning is still the little MIDI version of the intro. It's not the actual instrumental. Right. Have you guys been noticing that? Yeah. It's like the very subdued, video gamey sounding uh-huh. music at the beginning. Yep. Yeah. But I did enjoy the other music in this episode. While we're the, the clone, the, the music that Kevin Kiner... Rights mm-hmm. for the clones. Um, I thought it was very effective. This episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just solid, solid episode for me. And you know, a couple of little contrived or wonky animations here and there, but it's it's pretty good. I, I I dig it. I like it. It's a preview of the kind of quality we're gonna get in later seasons. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's. It is. Yeah. It, it's despite its flaws, and its flaws are very. I mean, they're kind of nitpicky. They really are. This is a good episode, and and certainly one of my very favorite season one episodes. I would agree. Yeah. I I love this episode a lot. I mean, I think because going back now, because it focuses on the clones, and we've already met them. Yeah, chronologically, it makes me I love it even them. more. Yeah, much like, better chronologically. I, I love this episode and gives me a lot of feels. <laughs> Use the feels, cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and next week we're gonna have some angry feels, or at least I am anyway. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So overall, um, this was a good season one episode. We all fantastic. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Great to see more clones, some minor issues, but otherwise a really solid entry into the Clone Wars. Next week, we are going to be watching and discussing Downfall of a Droid. Adrian is shaking his head. I'm going to say that I actually don't remember this episode at all, so this is going to be a lot of fun, maybe. You blocked uh, it out. You blocked it out. <laughs> We're seriously following up one of the best episodes in season one with probably the worst, I think. All right. Well, let's not jump the gun. Yes. Oh, it's, it's been, been jumped, Catray. It's it been has. jumped. I'm losing to, it. Try, <laughs> trying to rein it back in. So next week, join us again <laughs> as we discuss Downfall of a Droid, which may be one of the worst episodes of The Clone Wars, according to Adrian. We'll see. Tune in next week and find out if that's true. (laughs) In the meantime, you can rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. If there is something you think we missed this episode or something that you'd like to agree or disagree with, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at ForceFanPodcast. And we will talk to you next week as we discuss Downfall of a Droid. May the Force be with you. 